Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Mashanti. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. Apple Music, iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, Stitcher, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests as we count down the days that are really getting close, folks, to this 2021 NFL Draft. And one of the young men making their path towards that next level is the Stanford grad, transferred the Mississippi State standout quarterback, K.J. Costello. He's going to be kind enough to take some time and share what makes him one of the prospects that we need to know come draft time. With that said, KJ, welcome to the show. How's this afternoon treating you? Bo, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Now, we were fortunate enough, uh, when I, you know, we always like to have a sort of connection when we can. And uh, when I knew you were coming on, um, I reached out to Coach Leach. You got to spend a season with him in Mississippi State. And I said, hey, anything fun to share about KJ? And he said, man, he goes, He's a really, really great kid, and he said he's actually a really good golfer. So there's a lot of golf, uh, pretty good golf skills to go that coincide with your standoff quarterback ability. Yeah, I do like playing golf. This is a, this is a, one of my favorite weekends of the year, obviously being Masters weekend. So, um, you know, I grew up playing as a kid. Uh, I actually played junior golf quite a bit um, growing up, but it's, it's definitely a great getaway for me. Uh, little different than the football field and the gridiron, but um, it's definitely a fun getaway for me. I enjoy it. Nice. Now, you having that golf and football, being a quarterback, did you relish in the the opportunity to watch Peyton and Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady and Tiger all do their thing last year when COVID was kind of at its peak? Yeah, I did. I, I watched those matches. I thought they were awesome. Super entertaining. I think it made a lot of, a, a lot of people feel better about their golf game because – you know, they they saw Peyton and, and Tom struggle a little bit out there for once in their life. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, because they're magnificent, magnificent uh, people when it comes to the quarterback position. So I, I don't yeah. know if this is the same with you. A lot of the quarterbacks that come on the program, they're usually the quarterback from day one, from the first time you're on the field with the football. Was that the same case, or did you have a different route to find yourself under center? Um, well, you know, uh, taking me back five years to Stanford, um, you know, Coach Shaw was a big believer in, in um, redshirt and the quarterback. Um, Andrew Luck, Kevin Hogan, um, uh, Keller Chris, a lot of guys that came after um, in the in the Coach Shaw era all redshirted as um, quarterbacks. And, you know, he kind of um, – first year kind of really is football school, especially at Stanford. We're running a pro-style system. Um, it's not too far off that, you know, Shanahan lineage in the NFL – about seven to nine teams running a very similar system and you know coach Shaw obviously um coached with Harbaugh and then you know that's the Bill Walsh lineage too there um with the the uh the OG West Coast pro style so 
year one is really football school, learning how to go to the line of scrimmage. Number one, just reading the plays. Um, it's, it's a lot more difficult than people think. I always laugh. You know, you watch sound effects with, like, Brett Favre and all these guys saying extremely long plays, uh, you know, through the mic. And that's, <laughs> that's what our offense was at Stanford. So first year I redshirted. Um, it was kind of a journey to, to learn the offense and, and, and really understand complex scheme and how these coaches really play, you know, chess back and forth with each other. And then, um, you know, I was fortunate enough my second year, so after redshirting, I was a redshirt freshman. Um, so I kind of got used to the whole school thing and whatnot. And then um, uh, I, I play, started uh, eight games my second year. Um, after week two, our quarterback got a concussion. Um, came in, um, finished that game up against UCLA. I believe it was uh, week two or week three. Um, and then the rest was kind of history from there. So it was definitely a battle of a year, year and a half, uh, you know, about a year and a half grind to um, solidify my position um, in college football as a starter. Excellent. Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you the quarterback way back then? Uh, Pop, it's funny. I played, I played linebacker, which I, I tell people is typically what, <laughs> where I think I got my toughness from. A lot of, a lot of college teammates joke around about, you know, them wanting to, you know, they always want to lay the quarterback out. And I told them I, I can resonate with that because I, you know, I used to play, I played linebacker until uh, I got to high school. I played uh, quarterback and linebacker until uh, seventh, eighth grade. A um, little bit of running back, you know, dabbled around with, you know, some other stuff when I was younger, um, you know, when you had to rotate the quarterbacks. Um, I played a little wide receiver. So I played all the positions. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice. You know, and I'm, I'm so glad you're on the show because, you know, I've been able to see you play. I mean, you're in Power 5 program your whole career. So, you're a guy, you know, you're a guy that we get to, you know, recognize when you're a quarterback as well. But, I mean, you are. You're a scrappy, scrappy, tough kid. I mean, I think that's what – you know, like, you're the type of guy, if you're in the backyard, like, you know, who you, who you want to be your quarterback. Or like, hey, I'll take KJ. Just, you know, you just kind of make a play. You're going to be that tough, gritty guy. And, and I think guys rally around that. You know, the quarterback, I mean, you got to be the leader. But I think when you're relaying the – lay it all on the line and be that gritty, tough guy, I think that kind of resonates and, you know, the locker room can feel it. You know, and granted, I don't know how that was for you, but that's what I recognize in your game. And you mentioned yeah. in that linebacker background really, really makes sense. But let me ask you this. I mean, you know as well as anybody. I mean, you, you know, you, you're a grad student from Stanford. You spend your final year at Mississippi State. I mean, when you look back, did this experience go by in a blink of an eye, or was it something you were like, okay, I'm ready for this next level? Oh, man. Uh, it was funny because I thought about coming out a little bit uh, after year three, had a good year at Stanford. Um, and then now you fast forward to, to 2021 and then ended up going to a different spot after – um, graduating from Stanford with COVID and whatnot. And honestly, I cherish every moment of it. I mean, I, it seems like a long time ago when I was a freshman coming in to, to uh, Stanford and all the new things I learned. But then at the same time, you know, I look back on it as, you know, coaches are asking, take you through the journey, tell me your story. And all of a sudden, real quickly, you're like, oh, I really, you know, two, three seasons, you know, you, you wish you could play six, seven you know, in terms of at college because nothing's guaranteed at the next level and whatnot. But, you know, it, it flew by, but I definitely didn't – wasn't looking behind or forward. Um, I enjoyed every moment of it, and, and I'm thankful and grateful for it. Well said. Once again, the standout quarterback from Stanford and Mississippi State, 
KJ Costello, kind enough to join us here on the C2P as we break things down with this young man as he makes his yeah, path towards this draft. End of the month, folks. It is so, so, so close. It's amazing to think that these guys are going to be coming off the board in such a short amount of time. Now, all the guys that come on the program, KJ, this is the question we always throw at you. I mean, if we throw you in the film room, you're with these NFL teams, these scouts, the personnel, they're breaking down the tape. What do you think they're going to love about you? I call them your hallmark home run abilities that they're going to say, man, we got to bring this kid aboard the team. Yeah, well, I mean, number one, being the quarterback, being the CEO of the team, I think that one of the most important um, um, assets is the ability to elevate your teammates, um, you know, and, and that starts with, number one, knowing what you're doing um, before, you're, before you're demanding or being any sort of a leader. Um, you know, character and integrity, I think, is important in, in today's game. You know, um, being that guy that, you know, they basically got to kick you out of the gym, they got to kick you out of the film room and whatnot, because um, it is, it is you know, the best of the best at that level. And I think um, I put an emphasis and premium on preparation, number one. Um, but, you know, then when you get to the physical side of things, I think um, in terms of throwing the football, you know, I, I've always prided myself in, in being able to uh, throw a catchable ball. You know, a lot of guys, you know, velocity's never been an issue for me, but at the same time I've had – I've had the uh, uh, been fortunate working with some really good tight ends at Stanford, um, some bigger wide receivers and JJ Arcega right side who ended up getting picked up by the Eagles last year and and uh, Caden Smith who's playing for the Giants now and Colby Parkinson um, who, who's playing for the Seahawks who was six seven tight end. Um, you know, not a lot of guys at my age had access to tight ends and whatnot. And I think that's a big big thing in the league. Um, nowadays. So being able to put the ball in a position where only the wide receiver can catch it and the DB can't, um, allow my guys to go out and make plays. Um, you know, and then when it comes to uh, just playing the position, um, being ahead of the game, doing your homework, um, at the same time being able to be super efficient and intuitive, um, you know, and kind of let your preparation take over on game day. I love it. Uh, in, in terms of that preparation, I mean, any game day superstitions when you're leading up to a Saturday, you know, big time matchup? I like to eat the same thing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a routine guy. I like to eat the same thing. I like to do the same warm up. I like to be there at the exact, you know, exact same time. You know, I kind of just, I like to find ways to uh, kind of drop into the zone. And I feel like um, creating a routine brings comfort and, and kind of calmness to, uh, what could seem like a big deal to a lot of people. So um, that's kind of my thing. I love it. And you, when, when I asked you about your homework, home run abilities, you did such a fabulous job, KJ, of, you know, explaining yourself and you, you kind of went beyond what I, you know, you mentioned so many things. But with that said, I mean, we're so close to the draft. I do know NFL folks listen in. Is there anything at this point that we could unearth that could help you, you know, pump yourself up a few slots higher in the draft? I mean, is there anything left that these guys need to know about K.J. Costello as we, you know, kind of two weeks away from the big show? Yeah, I think I think kind of looking at it, I mean, you know, I played, I played four years of college football, been in college for five years now. Um, you know, a lot of top prospects, top guys maybe played, you know, anywhere from 12 to 18 games. You know, I've played over 40 college football games and throwing about 60 touchdown passes. I've hit a lot of peaks. I've hit valleys. Um, you know, I think a lot of guys will go into, 
NFL, um, you know, and like everybody, right? Battle adversity. I feel like I'm I'm battle tested and 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 have overcome uh, multiple uh, stints of adversity. Um, therefore, I know I have my own little personal black box of how to get back on board and keep pushing <laughs> forward. Um, so I feel like I'm ready to go and 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 I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, and I'm excited to kind of just um, you know get an opportunity to play and 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 run from there. I love it. Great, great stuff. Once again, KJ Costello here on the C2P. Any of you folks miss this show in its entirety, you folks know Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Blog Talk, all, again, opportunities to download and listen to these featured guests at your leisure. Um, KJ, we are almost out of time. And, again, we appreciate you stopping by. We know you're a very busy man. But we always like to have some fun. We call it three and out, um, a few off-the-wall, lighthearted <laughs> questions um, before we let you go. Is that fair enough? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Now, you spent one year with Coach Leach. Uh, Did he have any, uh, I don't know, quirky habits during practice, any pet peeves that really wasn't a serious thing, but something you guys might laugh about now, but it definitely set him off during practice? Uh, I'll I'll just go straight to the film room. There's there's tons of stories, but number one being uh, um, (laughs) Coach Leach's – insane collection of you know fat and and so we're sitting there in the film room one day and and he he's as we're watching film he's going between coaching the the play and giving us a a lesson on the most feared uh military leader during the american revolution general Patton. um and he's going back and forth between general Patton and, and 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 installing a play um at the same time um, and that's something I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> he is, and he's been—he's always kind. He always comes on the show, and when, and, and I just let him go. I just ask, hey, you want to come on? And we just kind of let him talk because, like you said, you're just going to get great conversation. And, and you know, he's Mike Leach, he's Coach Leach. I mean, just a great, great, great college persona of you know, ident- and people love Coach Leach. How about this one for you? Um, you can go back. You can win any game you want, and you're going to throw your favorite pass to do it. So the play comes in. You're going to execute your favorite pass to throw, and which team do you want to beat? Oh, man. I Just when you're saying that, if I could have one play back, I'm going back to uh, 2019 season uh, against USC in the Pac-12 championship. We had a fourth and goal on the one-yard line. And uh, – we ran it in short yardage goal line, handed it to our back, and he got clipped like in the backfield, fell down on top of a lineman, and didn't end up getting across the line. I wish I could have, I wish I would have tucked the ball and just kind of walked into the end zone myself around the backside because the DN completely, you know, avoided uh, his <laughs> responsibility of contain. Ah, <laughs> uh, those are the ones that haunt you, don't they? Right? I mean, just they do. You know. My mind's always going back to it. Yep. Man, you know what though? I like to think that uh, I think the great ones, KJ, at least in my opinion, the, the great ones they focus on the losses. That's what they relish in, not the victories. I mean, I think when you look at Belichick and Saban, you know they're they're. You I mean you get, you've seen them hoist trophies? They never seem satisfied. But you ask them about something, you know they're going to bring up the one they missed, not the one that they made. And, and you just saying that it's not about the one you made the one you wish you would have done. And that's, I think that's, that to me, that's, I think that resonates, you know, kind of same thing in the, uh, the Brad Pitt money about the Oakland A's, you know, you know, there's, 
you know, yeah. I hate losing more than I love winning. You know, you know, I mean, there's a difference there. And then the final one, KJ, two weeks away. I'm sure that week, that weekend, if you will, you're going to be with family and friends. Who's the best cook in your family? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? Oh, wow. That's a good question. That, that's going to get personal. I hope none of them are listening. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I got I to gotta go with uh, uh, probably just like more of like a surprise tradition. Uh, it's almost like a dessert breakfast type thing. Uh, my mom's side of the family is Danish. Um, from Denmark, and my grandma makes these things called Abel Skeevers. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had them before, but they're basically like a a, no. a pancake, or like a ball, like a pancake. Think of a pancake kind of wrapped into a ball, and you put a little jelly on hmm. it, put a little, uh, put a little, uh, um, yeah, a little, little jelly and a little powdered sugar, and uh, it's a good little breakfast. Ooh. Oh, that sounds delicious. So those. That, uh, when you guys come on and there's something unique, like a family dish, something like that, especially when you go grandma mode, you know that has yeah. to be dynamite. Oh, man. So, well, you're a West Coast guy. I'm an East Coast dude, so I don't think I'm going to be able to stop by the house and sneak one of those off. You, but uh, <laughs> I'm definitely, when we hang hey, up, I'm definitely going to Google I would it. ship one out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to check it out. <laughs> they're, they're pretty solid. Well, you know well, you know what? I am an East Coast guy, so if you if you end up near Cleveland or Pittsburgh, Detroit or Buffalo, you know, then I'll have to uh, I'll have to try to get closer to you and maybe uh, sneak some of those off you, KJ. Absolutely, I can I can chef them up for you. Hopefully by then my grandma actually uh, teaches me the recipe. She's been keeping it secret for years now. <laughs> Excellent, man. Uh, I love it. You know what? My grandma, not to get off base on you yet, but. There's the, they're called uh, Tadales. They're an Italian-type cookie in, in our family yeah. recipe. God rest my, my grandfather. But his thing was if you wanted to learn how to make them, you had to make him with them. And I wanted to learn how, so I went over years yeah. and years and years ago, and I learned how to make them. My mom got yeah, six sisters tough. plus herself. They all wanted to learn how to make them. I said, well, you've got to come to the house and make them. And they, they were like, we're not coming. Just give us the recipe. I go, no. I go, I'm well. Grandpa said, if you want to learn, you got to come do it with me. And if you don't want to do that, then you're not going to learn. And then they say, well, what happens if something happens? <laughs> I go, and you blame yourself. I go, I'm trying to teach you. You don't want to learn. So they, so make sure Grandma passes that off. At least you will be the one in your family with that Danish recipe that everybody loves. Hey, KJ, we're almost out of time. With that said, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed. Two weeks. I can't wait to find out where you land, my man. Oh, I appreciate the time, man. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Once again, that is the standout quarterback, K.J. Costello, here on the C2P. And, again, gritty young man, love the way he plays the position. And that really resonated with me when he just talked about that play and where he tucked it in. It was something he thought about. I mean, like I said, it's easy to think about victories, but I know any – it just seems like the guys that really, really get it, kind of focus on the what could have been. And we know he mentioned it as well, adversity, peaks and valleys in his career, but he's been able to come on top, mentioned that he's in the best shape of his life, and that's right where this kid needs to be two weeks away from this draft. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.
spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.